Um, let's try um, zany Buckeye State jingles for 1,000. Okay, the final Jeopardy category. Yeah. Zany Buckeye State jingles for $1,000. The answer is, oh, oh, oh. oh. Okay, uh, oh. Jack, this is the moment of truth. For $1,000, the game and the getaway vacation to Norwood. The question is, um, how would a coyote complete? It's round on the end, it's high in the middle, it's oh high. Riders Radio Theater is on the air. It's Riders on the radio. Come on, Parkins and Love and Go. Get ready for the Cowboy Show. You'll play, you'll play the game. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the Cowboy way. And now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Too Slim, the man of many hats. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yoga and adventure. We're going to hoop and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, oh, oh. Buckaroo and Buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now, with the 2,440th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, Texas Dick Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Buckaroos and buckarettes here in the Emory Theater or out there in the airwaves. Riders in the Sky are glad to be here. I'd like to introduce us very briefly to Slim, who went to Hollywood to learn blocking and directing. Yes, I did. Ranger Doug, who went to Hollywood to learn acting. Woody Paul, who went to Hollywood to learn... T timing, Ranger Doug. Yes, timing. And Joey the Cowpolka King, who went to Hollywood and learned when the first bus out of town was. <laughs> Riders in the Sky, and our first song, Jingle, Jangle, Jingle. One, two, three. Yippee-yay, there'll be no wedding bells for today. I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle as I go riding merrily along. And they sing, oh, ain't you glad you're single? And that song ain't so very far from wrong. Oh, Lily Bell, Lily Bell, though I may have done some fooling, this is why I never fell. I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, as I go riding merrily along. And they sing, Oh, ain't you glad you're single? And that song ain't so very far from wrong. Oh, Mary Ann, Mary Ann, though we've done some moonlight walking, this is why I up and ran. I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, as I go riding merrily along. And they sing, 
your single And that song ain't so very far from wrong It ain't so Chili following the spicy message from Mammoth Marketing. Here's the voice you love to hate, El Philo Larry Mammoth. Friends, don't you ever get weary of high-powered syntax mangling pitch men like me? Interrupting quality entertainment to shame, seduce, and sucker you into parting with your hard-earned dollars for a lot of useless, fattening products of questionable worth and possibly no zero-zip value? Of course you do, and you should. Why? Because experts in a tall building in New York City recently calculated the average American is bombarded daily with over 2,800 commercial come-ons. Buy this, drink that, drive me, well, no thanks. I'm your friend, Larry Mammoth, and I'm not selling anything. Except a little peace of mind. And who couldn't use more of that? Yes, if you'll just send me $9.99, that's only $9.99. I'll hold up this big brown seashell to the microphone and you'll hear the ocean instead of the mindless bleedings of a consumer-mad huckster. Think of it, how much is your sanity worth? Doctors say $10 is a fair price in most cases, and here it is at $9.99. Pick up the phone, call 1-900-SEASHELL. That's 1-900-SEASHELL. Lay back, kick off your boots, and buddy, let your mind roll on. <laughs> Call 1-900-SEASHELL for no good reason except that Larry Mammoth told you to. I must go down to the sea again to the lonely sea and brine and all it takes is a 900 call and a puny 999. <laughs> and now we mercifully return to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you, Texas Bits Bender. Well, buckaroos and buckarettes, it's time to augment our meager talents with the talents of a great guest star, Woody Paul. Who have we got waiting in the wings tonight? Well, Ranger Doug, we've got a legend in Western music here tonight. We've wanted to have her on the show for a long time, and we finally got her. Some people know her as the first woman to sell a million records in country music. Some know her as a premier yodeler, and some as a storyteller. Please welcome Patsy Montana. All right. Yes. Patsy Montana. Patsy, Patsy, Patsy. Hi, Buckaroos. I'm sorry? I said, hi, Buckaroos. Well, howdy, Buckarette. It's great to have <laughs> you with us tonight. You're That's a Buckaroo. Right. I want to get that That's straight. That's right. <laughs> you know, I think I had you guys in mind when I wrote Cowboy Sweetheart. Really? Yeah, I think I did. When okay. was that tune a hit, Patsy? Oh, about 1800 and something. <laughs> 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 no, uh, actually, it hit so slowly, I don't know when it was considered a hit, but it never died. That's a remarkable thing. It's still That's around. Good. You yeah. recorded that with the Prairie Ramblers about, yeah. what, 1936? Sure did, yeah. Yeah, you guys remind me a lot of the Prairie Ramblers. In fact, we're going to do, will y'all help me on a song later on that we used to do? Uh, we sure okay. will, but you let's, let's do your signature tune now. And I think we're going to uh, 
I think we're going to swap yodels on this one too, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to do a yodel. We're, we're going to really do a little duet. I'm going to show it, teach him how to yodel. <clears throat> you, you did. <laughs> okay, go. we're going to have a fur piece on this one. Right. One, two, three. I want to be a cowboy, sweetheart. I want to learn to rope and ride. I want to ride over the plains and the desert, out west of the great divide. I want to hear the coyotes howling while the sun sinks in the west. I want to be a cowboy, sweetheart, the life I love the best. Let's have a little western swing now. Aha, that sounds pretty good, don't it? Great, Patsy. You, you caught him pretty good, Patsy. <laughs> well, if we had time, we'd do it over we? next time. <laughs> we'll just have to have you back on the show. Well, that's, I do that on purpose to get asked back. <laughs> Patsy, it'd be, the, it'd be the easy way to go back over these shows and make them perfect, but it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be the, the cowboy way. I'm doing it to the cowgirl way. I know you are. <laughs> Patsy, uh, back to my script here. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You know, your career has covered all aspects of the show business. I know you used to tell ghost stories on Border Radio. I wonder, could you do one for us tonight? Well, actually, too, Slim, 
I had to quit telling my ghost stories. Why? It's weird, but it seems like they started coming true. Really? Wow. So you absolutely can't tell a ghost story because it might come true. But, uh, but uh, I've got one that, uh, that might, that never did come true. Well, uh, would you tell it now? Well, <laughs> I'm saving it for a very special occasion. And after seeing my paycheck on the show, <laughs> I know you know what I mean, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, thank you for stopping by Patsy Montana. <laughs> That is Radio Theater, the name of the Radio Pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, with the saddle pals, we'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme, number 30. Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode four of the exciting Western melodrama, Monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, it is the day of the night of a thousand terrors on Mystery Mountain. Yes, Tumbleweed Valley is preparing for its annual storytelling festival. Tonight's storytellers from all over the West will gather by torchlight at the Mystery Mountain Outdoor Theater to spin tall tales of hair-raising horror. Speaking of horror, the arch-fiend Ace Windburn Slocum and his henchman Charlie are busy assembling a mechanical monster as part of Slocum's latest big and evil plan. The parts to build the monster were paid for with a stolen credit card. The card was stolen from High Sheriff Drywall, who has just received his bill. Let's see what I owe here. Well, can't be much. I hadn't charged hardly anything this month. Hmm, here it is. $38,000? Oh, me. Oh, and now, episode four, entitled, Murder on the American Express, or The 21% Solution. Stunned by the astronomical amount of his credit card bill, the high sheriff swings into action and calls the president of the first rational bank of Tumbleweed Valley. Oh, this has got to be a computer error. Good morning, first rational bank. How may I help you? Hello, Miss Piper. This is High Sheriff Drywall. Let me speak to Cash Arbitrage, pronto. One moment, please. Cash arbitrage here. Howdy, Cash. This here's the high sheriff, and I just got my credit card bill. Wonderful. No, it ain't. 
I ain't used a dang thing in over a month, but it's got $38,000 in new charges on it. What do you got to say about that? I say that's 37950 over your limit. <laughs> You're telling me. You don't have to tell me I'm telling you. I know I'm telling you. Well, well what are you telling me? I'm telling you. Pay the bill. What? And quickly, too, or I'll have you arrested. You, you don't understand. I didn't make those charges. That's what they all say. But I didn't. My wallet was stolen a couple of days ago, and my credit card was in it. And did you report it to us? I sure did, the first thing the next day. Hi, uh, Sheriff. Are you familiar with Section SCRU 549 and the extra fine print of your credit card contract with us? SCRU... No, can't say as I am. It states quite illegibly that if you fail to notify this bank within five minutes of the loss of your credit card, you are responsible for every penny charged to it forever. But... You'll pay that bill and pay it now, or as I said, I'll have you arrested. Wait a minute. I'm the sheriff. You can't have me arrest myself. Oh, yes, I can. You can? I certainly can. I'm a banker. I'll see what you mean. Pay that bill by noon today, or I'll be down to swear out an arrest warrant for you. Oh, me, oh, me. Don't, don't do that, Mr. Arbitrage. I'd be the laughing stock of this whole town. What do people think if I arrest myself? Why, they won't believe it. They've been saying for years you couldn't even arrest yourself. This will show them. Well, uh, um, I heard that. I'll see you at noon, Sheriff. Until then, don't try to leave town. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, is me. I'm gonna to have to arrest myself. How, how did this ever happen to me? Oh. Well, the high sheriff sits and ponders his woes. The primary cause of his woes is about to test walk his latest model monster. Okay, Charlie, it's got power. <laughs> now I just move the joystick forward and the monster walks. <laughs> He's raising his foot. Still raising his foot. He's raising it pretty high, boss. Well, he's gonna take a big step, Charlie. He's a monster for Pete's sake. Oh, there he goes! Oh, boss, his foot just kept going back till it knocked his head off. He can't walk without a head. Oh, shut up. Go get his head. Right. I gotta think. Well, let me see here. This monster building's not as easy as it looks. I need to combine the horror of a monster with the brain of a brick that can walk. Oh, boss. Yeah? Here's the monster's head that fell off a while ago. Oh, where does it go? Oh, Charlie, you idiot, where do you think a head goes? Uh, is this a quiz? Wait a minute. <laughs> That's it. What? The brain of a brick that can walk. Huh? Charlie, don't you get it? You're it. Huh? We combine my monster with you, and finally the monster walks. Sounds like a crock to me, slow. Never mind what it sounds like. Hand me that jackhammer. Okay, I guess you know what you're doing. Do I ever? <laughs> For generations, countless mothers have admonished their children. If you put the same effort into good, honest work as you do getting into trouble, you'd be a great success. Well, obviously, that's a lesson that Slocum and Charlie never learned. Ever. Okay, I think we got it, Charlie. Stand over here and let's put it together. Right. First, we put the stovepipe over your legs. Yeah. Now we put the giant swim fins on your feet. Oh, nice. Now the two giant steel garbage drums over your body. Yeah. Now the motor mechanism on your butt to give you super speed. Oh, oh. Now connect the wires. Oh. <laughs> there. Now we put this giant modified funnel oh. on your head. Yeah, say something, Charlie. Let's hear what you sound like in there. Oh, I feel like a living dumpster dumpster in here, boss. 
Shut up, Charlie, I'm not done yet. Next, we take this cheap green fur fabric, Velcro it around everything, except the swim fins. <laughs> Uh-oh, I didn't get it straight. Yeah, okay, there, that's got it. <laughs> yeah, looks better, boss. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna scare anybody, though. Well, it will when you start breathing fire. Uh, how am I gonna do to that? Here, slip the modified flamethrower on your back. Yeah? Okay. Now, look, I've narrowed the nozzle and bent the pipe around to where, in the dark, it could look like it's coming out of your mouth. Yeah? Yeah. Now, to get it going, you turn this valve back here. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. And then you strike a match and hold it up to the nozzle there. Yeah, got it? Got it. Okay. Hey, the sun's going down. Come on. We're going to Monster Mountain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on the night of a thousand terrors, when the sun goes down, the people come around to the Mystery Mountain Outdoor Theater for the big storytelling fest. There, by the light of dozens of torches, they file into their seats and await the skin-tingling tales of the West's best tall tale teller. Our seats right here on the aisle. Hey, these are great seats. Too. Oh boy, is it gonna be great! Yeah, say, where's Hashir Drywall? Didn't he get seats right next to ours? He sure did, Woody. I hope something hasn't happened to him. Ah, uh, here are seats, Miss Verona. Excuse us, please. Pardon me. Sure thing. Oh, howdy, Mr. Arbitrage. Howdy, Miss Verona. Oh, how do, Woody? Howdy, riders. Hello, riders. Well, howdy, howdy, ma'am. <laughs> Gosh, Mr. Arbitrage, I think you made a mistake. These seats are for high sheriff drywall. No, I haven't made a mistake, Woody Paul. I don't make mistakes. The high sheriff, due to circumstances beyond his control, is unable to be here tonight. So he quite generously gave me his tickets so that I might escort Miss Verona, his date, now my date, to the festivities. Well, that was mighty generous of Sheriff Drywall. Considering the circumstances beyond his control, it certainly was. Oh, there's the dreadful accordion dirge. Oh, the show's about to begin. Okay, okay. Meanwhile, as the tales of horror begin to unfold below, further up the mountain, a real horror is about to be unleashed. <laughs> Come on over here, Charlie. Right. <laughs> you look great, Charlie. Yeah? <laughs> Just like a real monster. <laughs> Time for you to go down there and scare the shinola out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before you go, we better fire up the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how to do it? Yeah, just reach back there and turn this down. Yeah. Then I strike a match. Yeah. And then what? Oh, I light it, yeah, and, and it uh, doesn't happen. There's no flame. I can see that, Charlie. I know you can see that, boss, but people listening on the radio can't. That's why I had to tell them. Oh. Shut up, Charlie. Right. Let me see here. Oh, I see what it is. The valve stuck. Well, a wang or two with this tire iron ought to get it right. Hey. Oh. Oh. <laughs> there, that did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, thanks. I'll strike a match and light it up, though. Uh, Charlie, it sounds like a lot of gas got out just then. If I were you, I'd wait till I got down the hill a little ways before I struck the match. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Okay, there I go, boss. Uh, just keep it downhill. <laughs> You'll be all right, Charlie. <laughs> uh, oh, right. <laughs> It's quite a hair-raising sight, all right. A full moon, a mysterious mountain, and a fur-covered, metal-coated 300-pound doofus with a serious leak in his flamethrower tank, stumbling toward a rendezvous with terror. I'm almost there. I better stop and light the flamethrower. Let's see what he says. Strike a match here. The valve's still open, so I just gotta hold the match up to the nozzle and... What? <laughs> They 
faithful listeners surely knew this was coming. At any rate, while Charlie on fire careens down the mountainside, the storytelling at the Mystery Mountain Outdoor Theater is well underway. Hey, Woody, you got the program. Who's next? Oh, let me see. It's, it's Patsy Montana. Wow, what's her tall tale going to be about? It says here she's going to tell a tale of a runaway 300-pound fireball that terrorized a small western town. Wait a minute. What kind of tale is that? It does sound a little far-fetched. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be too scared by that. <laughs> she's, she's getting ready to start. Oh, gosh. It was a night like no other. The moon was full, and the people of the small town were gathered at an outdoor fest, much like this one. When suddenly, from out of nowhere, a 300-pound flaming ball of fire came barreling right at them. Oh, it's some tall tale she's telling. That's no tall tale, side meat. That thing is real. What on earth is it? It's a flaming green monster. Here's the high sheriff when you need him. Oh no! Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Is this the end of Riders in the Sky? Is it the end of Charlie? Where is all this leading? You won't find the answers to these questions anywhere but right here, same time, same station, next week in episode five of Monster from Mystery Mountain, entitled Fire on the Mountain, or When in Doubt, Set the Doofus on Fire. It's smoking red hot blazing melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. Now here again are Riders in the Sky, Joey the Cowpoker King and Patsy Montana. Thank you, Texas Vic, for running out of time. Let's get together with Patsy and, and sing the theme song that, that she sang with the Prairie Ramblers. I think this was their theme song on the WLS National Barn Dance, Riding Down the Canyon. When evening shows are over, at a ranch house on the plains And all I've got to do is lay around I'll tell you folks it's heaven To be riding down the trail To watch that desert sun go down Riding down the canyon See the sun go down A picture that no artist ever could paint White-faced cattle lowing On the mountainside I hear a coyote whining for its mate Cactus plants are blooming Sagebrush everywhere Granny spires are standing all around I'll tell you folks it's heaven To be riding down the trail To watch that desert sun go down Riding down the canyon Watch the sun go down A picture that no artist there could paint So long, everybody. White-faced catalog The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater Bunker to Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. 
For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White's Creek, Tennessee, 37189. The part of Vernice was played by lovable Liz Ingram. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our production foreman is Campfire Bird. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King, producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer Jeff Whistle, the chief engineer is Jambri J. Crawford, recording director Gallopin' George Zahn, sound effects honcho Winchester Jim Springfield, stage manager Solid L. Ron Esposito, and our sound engineer Rope and Rich Fredette. This is Texas Big Spender for everybody on Riders Radio Theater saying so long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network.